Thursday. Rainy Thursday, Laurie and Julia Show. My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Quick reminder about the uh, diaper drive for Hurricane Florence. Been reminded that even though the truck closes its doors at 6 o'clock, you can still donate if you want to donate uh, monetarily. You can do that through the weekend. That goes through the weekend at mytalk1071.com. The keyword there is diaper, and that will be for monetary donations. Thank you so much. Yes, I believe it's through Monday morning. Yes, which is great. And really, when you see the devastation out there, yeah, people can't get to stores. They can't buy diapers, all that kind of stuff. Yes. Okay, so Willie Nelson, I mentioned a little bit earlier, was on the guest following Jane Fonda on Colbert, and they did the interview from Willie's little RV. And uh, <laughs> he, I, he is a national treasure. Well, he is. I Lord, love him. How old is he? He's in his 80s. Yeah. He's in his, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if he's 81 or 82, but he's got his second full-length album of 2018 coming out um, called My Way. But uh, first, let's hear, um, Stephen Colbert shows him a photo of him when he first started out in country. And people might not realize that Eddie or Willie Nelson, you know, he wrote the Patsy Cline song, Donnie Help Me, with what song? Crazy. Crazy. Yep. Amazing songwriter, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of people recorded. So when he started out, he was all dressed up in a suit and a right. tie and looking real slick. And so, uh, you know, as Colbert shows him, he, you know, what he used to look like and then, you know, his look that he has now. Right. Your first album was in 1962. Let me see. And uh, you got a little bit of a different look now than you used to. This is... This is what you looked like mm-hmm. back then. Yeah. Okay. Tell me about this look. Why Why was this the look for you back then? Oh, you know, back then I was wearing a lot of uh, clothes like that, you know. I was <laughs> raised up wearing a lot of suits and things. You know? Was that the country music look? You wore suits? Uh, no, it was kind of my Sunday look. Okay. Know? And when did the braids come in? I got tired of uh, cutting my hair. I hate the barber shops, so I got tired. I said, well, when I was a kid, I'd let my hair grow. And back then, they called me a long-haired musician. But then uh, later on, it was a hippie, so we changed the names. Why don't you like barbers? Do you not like talking to strangers? (laughs) I don't like anybody around my face with a razor. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. He's 85. Okay. He was raised by his grandparents during the Great Depression, and he wrote his first song at the age of seven and joined his first band at the age of 10. So he has been performing for 75 years, That's people. Unbelievable. Okay. So the second album that he's released this year um, called Summer. Wait, wait. No, what is it called again? It's- My Way. It's just called My Way, and it's all covers of Frank Sinatra. Yes. So here he is talking about. His relationship with Frank Sinatra. Now, your uh, your new album is My Way. Okay, it's Sinatra covers. Mm-hmm. How did Sinatra influence you? Uh, he's my favorite singer. Really? Yeah, and uh, I read somewhere a couple of years ago that I was his favorite singer. And uh, we did a commercial together many years ago, you know. <laughs> I remember we actually have a clip of it. What do you do? This is, uh, this is a, uh, a PSA you did for the Space Foundation. <laughs> In 1980, Jim. Willie, it's obvious that we don't share the same tailor. I mean, uh, what do you call that thing there? I call it my way, Francis. <laughs> Touche. Francis. Right but we do share the same feeling about space technology, don't we? That's right. It's led to a lot of things that have helped all of us, city dudes and country cousins alike. 
you don't see you don't see advertisements for space that often. <laughs> what what was it the two of you loved about space? Oh, I don't know. Somebody asked us to do this commercial together about space, and I thought, you know, why not? And uh, he said, why not? And uh, we had done a. I did my way with him many years ago on his album, and Foggy Day in London Town, and mm -hmm. so uh, you know we've been friends for a long time. Would you, Would you want to go to space? No, I've been there. <laughs> oh! Afraid you might burn up on reentry <laughs> this time. <laughs> this is true story. An astronaut come on the bus oh, a couple of months ago, and uh, an astronaut came on this bus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we were talking and laughing. He said, "You're the only one I know that's been higher than me." <laughs> Okay, unbelievable. He just, I, yeah, I just love him. And then he performed "Summer Wind," uh, which is, you know, of course, off of this album, "My Way." And it was, I don't know, Donnie said so you guys do, played it a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, did did they release any more songs like "My Way" or anything else that we would kind of know? Uh, "Fly Me to the Moon." It was a very good year. I right. mean, it's there's twelve songs on it, so I have no idea. He's Donnie's looking it up for us. But one of Willie's favorite causes takes place this weekend. The 2018 Farm Aid is happening at Xfinity Theater in Hartford, Connecticut this weekend with, of course, John Mellencamp, Neil Young, Dave Matthews, Chris Stapleton, Casey Mar Mar uh, Musgraves, Margot Price. So wow, that's still going on gosh. all these years later. All those years later, that's pretty amazing. And he speaking of Francis Sinatra, Sotheby's yeah. is going to, now that Barbara Sinatra has passed away, yes. they're auctioning all these things from Barbara Sinatra's estate, including memorabilia, art, and jewelry that belong to Francis Frank Sinatra. Lady it, Blue Eyes. There are, you know, he's probably of all the kind of the old classics. I have a ton of music of him on my yeah. iPod, which no one uses anymore. Everyone uses just, you know, everyone has their radio, their phones just connect. Yeah. Bluetooth. Can't save the that much. I, it'll, be, uh, it'll be like the it's Walkman. It's a classic. It'll it is. like the Walkman. It is. People stare at it and say, what is that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Oh, did oh, I hear the go. song? Fly me to the moon. Ooh, sounds good. Let me play among the stars. And let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, hold my hand. In other words, darling, kiss me. There you go. There you go. Oh, I like that's it. really so good. Much. Yeah, he just has such a great voice. I love him. I I still treasure just, the night that we got to see him and Bob Dylan at the old Midway Stadium. I remember you with went, Kathy Hartnett and her husband and Tommy Mischke. Yes, it was so. I much remember fun. that, and you guys stood up on top of a oh, something or another. No, I, no, that was a different concert. Oh. Yeah, but with Kathy Hartnett, I was with yeah. Willie Nelson, and Casey's like. Rah. That says Willie Nelson. And a train went by when Bob Dylan was performing. I mean, How it was like. fun. Yeah, that's like. Just that's a, a good classic. Yeah. Um, okay, so Hamilton is still here until October 7th. Uh, okay. If you don't have tickets to see it or you're, 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 you know, trying every day through the drawing. The app. The app. Uh -huh. um, you could see the cast. They are going to perform at First Avenue on Monday night. They're off night. It's called We the Revolution, and it fe features all the actors from Hamilton. And they are going to be uh, doing their favorite rock songs, backed by a full band. Special guest star Ashley Tamar Davis, who she's a 31 21 era Prince protege, and mm -hmm. she was also on The Voice. General admission tickets are $75. 
There will be a limited number of $20 uh, student rush tickets. You just have to have a student ID. And the proceeds, it's for Broadway Cares, Equity Fights, AIDS. Yeah, this because is... Because they do this in New York, yes. too, on Monday night. I'm telling you, what a great opportunity. I mean, this would be so cool, because I bet they sing a Hamilton song, too. Oh, yeah, they will, I'm I bet. sure. I think that sounds like a fun night. Mm-hmm. Very, very cool. And, you know, people, that was... That show's a showstopper. It is. I loved it. I loved it. Carrie Underwood got her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. They've had a very busy week. Jack Black had one this mm-hmm. week. I mean, they just they're they're just cruising through the She's stars. She's totally looking pregnant. She looked so cute. She had a beautiful red coat on that you know tied right above her bump. Mm-hmm. She's and they're her little. I we've never seen any. I've never seen any photo of her little boy. No, and he's just darling. Darling. She's. she's I listened to Cry Baby. Last night. She's going to work all through this pregnancy. She's yeah. like going to perform at the American Music Awards um, in whenever that is. That's going to be October 9th. It's coming up soon. It's in L.A. And Tracy Ellis Ross is going to host it, which I think is, she's delightful. That's early. It's usually a November show. You think so? I know so, because oh. it's always been in Vegas. Right? In You're November. right. You're oh. right. Anyway. Everyone's moving their shows up, Lori. Pretty soon the Academy Awards are going to be in June. So we don't have to wait till December till December twenty fifth for the releases. Yeah, you know. I think uh, you know Heather Locklear. Her court date's <gasps> coming up next week. Okay, this next ma- Thursday. This made me happy to see this. Well, it's in reference to the death of her friend, so it wasn't in the reference only- to herself. She posted something on Insta where uh, she said, "Addiction is ferocious. Recovery is the best revenge. Be kind to everyone. Your light might just change their path." And I think. This is somebody either she met in rehab, but this person passed away. I know. That's why she did it. Right. I loved it. Recovery is the best revenge. I thought that maybe she was going to apply this to herself. I took it as heartfelt. I I mean, I think it is heartfelt. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I think, uh, you know, but she is facing, you know, she's going to court. Yes, she is. On battery, obstructing a police officer. Yeah, she wasn't so a good girl. No, Mm-mm. hopefully, hopefully, because she could be sentenced to jail time. Who knows? But um, that seems like a positive thing that she said that. But I don't want the cynic in me to say that she did it as a thing that would See, look I good for the judge. I didn't take that at all, Lori. Uh, the the it, Pollyanna in me. Yeah. I just thought, wow, okay, she's admitting she's... Yeah. But it wasn't about her as in reference because that would have been God, too self-serving. That would have been too self-serving. Well, right. I don't know. Donnie, did you think of that for a second? I didn't. I just... I, I never occurred to me that... <laughs> okay, it's just me. No, just it is you. just you. Yeah, yeah, just me. Just I know. cynic in you, yeah. I'm just saying, you know, it would, look, it would look good, but I do think it was probably heartfelt. I think it was heartfelt. And mm-hmm. it is true. Addiction is ferocious. And revenge is the best. Recovery is the best revenge. I like that for... A saying. I do, too. Yeah. We're going to use that with uh, Hazelden. Yeah. Betty Ford Foundation. Mm-hmm. Recovery is, is the, the best, best revenge. revenge. Addiction is ferocious. I okay. Know. Listen, we come back. It's time for the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hey, everybody. It's time for the Dirt Alert with Miss Elizabeth Reese, who's been pulling double shifts around here. Nobody can say I'm not working hard enough around no. here today, okay? I just want to go on the record as saying that. We would never say that about you, cutie. <laughs> and I asked Dave Dahl if we needed to build an ark because of this rain, and he said, yes, we do, because it is just unbelievable. It's torrential. Yeah. It continues. Um, I do want to start by talking about uh, nothing to do with celebrities, but some local news that is um, very important, and I think a story that, of course, is so close to 
so many of our hearts. And this is about uh, Jacob Wetterling's the investigation into his disappearance and what happened. Now, the headline from the Star Tribune this afternoon is because everything was all the information on the investigation was made public now because now that this Danny James Heinrich guy um, has been, you know, he's convicted. He's the yes. guy who did it. 27 uh, years later. Now it's not an open investigation anymore. And so now all of these things can be made public. So that's what happens. I mean, when it's a cold case, they're still working on it. So the Stearns County Sheriff says the Wetterling case went off the rails at the start. And, uh, and he's saying that investigative missteps, mistakes, and misplaced effort in the days, weeks, and months following the abduction of Jacob Wetterling in 1989 prevented authorities from making Danny Heinrich the prime suspect for that long and that he should have been the one that they looked at all along. Mm -hmm. That there was a footprint of his that linked him to the crime Mm -hmm. and for inexplicable reasons... The Stearns County Sheriff says a task force assembled to find Wetterling and the man who abducted him wasted time chasing far-flung leads and listening to psychics then tracking compelling evidence close to home. He said it went off the rails very quickly. This sheriff became the sheriff of Stearns County in 2017, so he obviously was not involved in the initial investigation 30 years ago. But he held a news conference today and he said that the file reveals lots of opportunities to catch Jacob's killer in the first months after he was kidnapped at gunpoint and killed. He says there were around 20 things that investigators should have pieced together that pointed to Heinrich. Many missed opportunities, but it didn't Heinrich like take Jacob's life Right, pretty soon. Yeah. Pretty, I, I think mean, it was. I, within, I do, you know, yeah, this is the it, thing. It, Would it, it wouldn't have changed the outcome. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Of Jacob's right, but life. But it would have taken the pain of the family Well, and, and think about that poor farmer up there who yeah. had his, you yes, know, yes. His, his life destroyed. They dug up the land. Dug yes, up his did. land. Yep. Guy, the guy couldn't, you know, go around town. Everybody thought that he did it. Right. They were basically calling it a massive failure and that uh, this Danny Heinrich was arrested at a bar a few months after Jacob Wetterling 
uh, was taken. And I mean, it's just like unbelievable. He took a polygraph test that he failed. There was a shoe print and tire tracks at the scene that tied Heinrich oh early my gosh. on. Yeah. And those were clear indicators that he should have been the lead suspect early on. Um, oh. And... Painful you know, for he, the he goes on today, and says, but at the same time, this is well, good to have it out it. there. They didn't yeah. want this to be no, publicly I know. released. Yeah. They, um, he says everybody in this room has 20-20 hindsight, is what yeah. the sheriff is saying. Uh-huh. He says, I don't want to get into a debate with the FBI about the truth. Um, but after he stepped away from the podium, there was a former FBI agent who supervised the original in- investigation who challenged this sheriff's account, who said, listen, you had your beliefs. He has his understanding. But even the sketch they had that the boys were able to give them, the, the sketch yep. we have, I mean, yeah. looks it, just like this guy. Yeah. Right. yeah. And they had that sketch right away. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it's troubling. I mean, during, it, this is, there's even more information coming out that on, January 8th, 1990, the Painesville police chief said Heinrich should be considered a suspect because mm-hmm. he said it should be noted that he bears a strong rele- resemblance to the, that sketch. And um, later he was deceptive about the Wetterling kidnapping. And during a search of Heinrich's property, police found in a locked trunk photos of children, including one of a boy exiting a shower with a towel around his neck. Yeah. It's it does. And inexplicably, those photos were not confiscated and Heinrich later burned them. Yeah. You know, it's just it's just wow. so sad. I think the guy, Danny Heinrich, was interviewed in um, the Cold Spring case nine months earlier. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he should have been, ex- well, you know, a suspect. I hope they've apologized to the Wetterlings. You know, I think, and also, I mean, that the, they let them down. It is just so, it's and so on the sad. Hook for 27 years and wondering. If, if you are uh, my age, that was a pivotal changing moment in, in life as a child. Yeah. It in was my a childhood. For me, as it a was parent. A parent. Yeah. yeah. Because my kids I remember, could never be out of my sight. It was before Wetterling and after Wetterling. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the conversations that were had, um, were Panic just attacks so different. If you couldn't see your kids, yeah, always yeah. changed parenting. It changed yeah. parenting. It really mm-hmm. did, and particularly um, in this community. So, I think that um, you know the only thing you can hope is that boy, there's a lot to be learned, and hopefully, we're just more vigilant about right. these things moving mm-hmm. forward. Okay, in other news, um, right. Beyonce's making some headlines today. She has rekindled her friendship with Kanye West because she's wearing Yeezy. There you go. I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> It They're is, clear you know, wedge heel heels. They're from a recent season five collection. They cost eight hundred dollars. Shoes that nobody wants to wear. Nobody wants to wear them. Oh. Nobody wants to wear them. But she's wearing them in a car with Jay Z. Although I should, I need to get a picture of my mom in her Does wedding. She, in her on her wedding day, she had a tea length dress and no veil because, of course, she was pregnant with me. How oh, far along was she? This is a Lutheran church, and they wouldn't let her wear a veil because she wasn't pure. But, um, how she, far along? Oh, well, they got married in January and I was born in July. I know I did the math when I was about in fifth grade. Yeah, yeah. So she was three months along. Was she showing a little bit? No, she's a teenager. Yeah. They take the longest to pop. Oh, I can't even. <laughs> yeah. I can't. But and she, then they bounce right back. She had on a little pair of the Cinderella glass, the see-through shoe. Cute. Yeah. Were they little pointy toes or what were they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. cute. But not with the, the stripper heel. These have an interesting heel. Mm-hmm. I mean, Beyonce could wear a bag, and it, she I'm really would just surprised look great. that she's wearing those. Kanye must have begged. I know, and then he posted about it and the oh, whole thing. I'm sure, her ex drummer is accusing her of witchcraft. Well, there's witchcraft. some the ex drummer right there. 
I mean, yeah. you can see, you know, right. hello, a, there sounds like there's something wrong with that guy. She claims the singer or she yeah, practices extreme witchcraft. There's a lawsuit going on. I don't know. And that Beyonce uses dark magic. Okay. Um, Rihanna has been named. Oh, gosh. I don't even know how to say this word. This never happens. You ready? Right. Rihanna named extraordinary and plenipotentiary ambassador for her home country of Barbados. I think you mean? did. I thought you that did was an really excellent. good with your Latin. That it's was an so good. Ambassador extraordinary and plenipotentiary. That was excellent. Thank you. I was so nervous with specific responsibility for promoting education, tourism, and investment for the island. She was giving the title because she's an outstanding Barbadian who has contributed significantly to raising the island's profile across the world. That's so true. I know that was so made me so nervous. <laughs> um, Brad Pitt's charity is suing the architect behind these New Orleans houses. I knew that I knew was going to happen. Yeah, yep. yep. you were wait- We were waiting for that to happen. I mean, because it isn't on him. Well, it is on him to vet who well, he, he worked needs with. To, yeah, 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 he yeah, needs so, to follow up on it yeah. for the people. Yeah, they're suing this uh, architect behind the design, saying his work has resulted in defective and derelict residences. It's His charity is called Make It Right. They filed a lawsuit on Tuesday saying the firm... The firm's designs led to $20 million in damages. That's yeah, but terrible. Anything, I said this yesterday. The firm probably took the money, and then they did all their cutting corners... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the cutting the corners were the things that allowed the mold and all And this. then they sold it to these people who people. were dealing with the aftermath of yeah. Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. yeah. Not right. easy. All right. That's what I have. I'm going to go out into the In wilderness. the torrential rain. Yikes. All right. Thank you so Thank much, you Elizabeth. Thank you so much, Elizabeth. We, we've got theories for you, people. When we come back, we'll see how good they are. Ah, uh, you're my touch. She has a theory. I think that's you, Lorraine. It is me. By the way, have we not all had the theory that Ticketmaster has been screwing us uh, in one way or another for concert tickets for... Since they started. Since they started. Since the invention right? of Ticketmaster and the $8 handling fee and then the $5 credit card fee. And then, by the way, we may be even selling them to... Uh, well, this is the thing. Oh, Here's what they, This is what they found. I mean, Donnie, you felt this way. We've all felt this way. There's cahoo- there's in cohesion. They're evil. There's a new word, yeah. in cohesion. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm writing yeah. it down. Do you like in that? Cahoots and it's cahoots and, and collusion. And collusion. Very good. Cohesion. Okay, so here's what. This is an undercover journalist from CBS News in the Toronto Star posed as scalpers at a live entertainment convention this summer. And they say Ticketmaster tried to involve them in the scheme. Here's how it works, allegedly. Okay? Oh, my god! The scalpers buy tickets with bots supplied by Ticketmaster. Then they resell them for more money at TradeDesk.com, which is owned by Ticketmaster. So Ticketmaster makes money off the same ticket twice. And, you know, they do that have... Is isn't that is absolutely ridiculous. Helping, I totally believe it. Yeah, they're helping scalpers scoop up tickets and sell them to us at inflated prices. Now, Ticketmaster has a buyer abuse division that tries to hat off scalping, but how much is... Uh, uh, how much is that going to do? But a company rep at the convention told the journalists they just turn a blind eye to any of the abuses. They just, yeah, Wait, they know it. But that's, 
Why wouldn't some? Why isn't the attorney general after them? Well, here's their response to this report: as the world's leading ticket platform, because they've got like a monopoly, yeah, representing thousands of teams of artists and venues. We believe it is our job to offer a marketplace that provides a safe, a safe and fair place for fans to shop, buy and sell tickets in both the primary and secondary markets. They're lies. doing it. Yeah, they're lies. They, they just said they're they, doing they, it. Yeah, basically. And unbelievable. Un- yeah. It was better when Minnesota scalping was against the law we, and you just had to yes. deal on with the, on the people, yep. on the corners with your map and your cash. And all oh, this makes me so mad. They've been screwing us over for decades or however long they've been around. Right. I wish Pearl Jam had been successful with their no yeah, ticket master Remember thing. That? Remember that? Yep. I totally remember that. It's unbelievable. <sighs> Anyway, that's a theory that is really sad that that's uh, been It was a theory that we were getting screwed, and by the way, we are getting screwed. We are. Okay, so here is, you know, we always love these fun studies. Donnie finds a lot of them. You find them for um, fun, relatable studies that can work for random or theories or whatever. Yeah. But there's this guy, um, Dr. Brian Wansink, who has given us a lot of fun, relatable studies theories and studies over the years and mostly he studies how we consume food and how food brands target us well listen to this he from his lab at cornell university where he still teaches remember he told us the size of our popcorn tub affects how much we eat and the design of your home can make you more likely to binge and that (laughs) chopping up food makes fussy kids more likely to finish their plate okay so he was cited in more than 20,000 research papers, you guys. Wow. However, that is a ton. Questions began in January of 2017 when a team of Dutch, British, and American scientists found no evidence to support 150 of his findings in a series called The Pizza Papers. Okay, this is hysterical. First of all, it is na- it's pepperoni pizza day, and we did not get one delivered. I just want no. to go out on the no, land. No. I bet the morning show, if they just said pizza, it would just come. Well, the pizza... It's too may- early for them. Pizza people are busy today. Pe- people, people are not leaving their homes. Pizza's getting yes. delivered like crazy oh, all over yes. the metro area, okay? They're, they're, Absolutely. Tip your drivers, yeah, please. please. That's right. Okay, so when they started... So anyway, so they started... Uh, he implored his student collaborators to help him find results worth publishing, even if it involved cutting up the data. So then they started looking at everything that he did, and now there are 13 studies that have been retracted. Well, which one? Tell us which ones. Hungry grocery shoppers buy more food. It's seriously? Not true. Not true? Not true. Okay, well, I... I say... I say... On a theory, on any given day, if you're hungry enough, you will buy more food. I would agree You're going to buy more impulse items. You are, and you're going to buy food that's ready to eat because you're hungry. But the studies, the data that he had to support that was nothing. It was just basically like you and I. I got feeling. No, like you and I coming up, Mm -hmm. all of us agreeing. I'm going to start doing this. Watching action TV during dinner causes you to eat more. Completely baloney. Okay, not true. Okay. You're more likely to eat starchy food when you haven't eaten in a while. He just pulled that one out of his arse. Okay. (laughs) Well, they're easier to get to 
carbs maybe are easier to get to than cutting up vegetables when you're hungry. Good news for carb lovers today, by the way. What was it? People who eat carbs live longer. Where did that come from? It was on CBS Morning News. Are you kidding me? Gail praised bread and said she was going to let Oprah know double <laughs> chop chop quickie wicky. <laughs> Oprah said, I eat bread. I I'm know. on a way watch. I just love bread. bread. You know she does. Yeah, so there yeah. was this thing that, I mean, not to, like you're going to eat whatever in moderation, but that the carb is good for your body. Yes, you do need that carbs. you need it. Yes. And to be on this no carb, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so anyway, I hope we're still going to get our fun studies from him, but just remember now when we see Brian Wansink. His he, name. Yeah, for his fun, relatable Viral studies. studies about food. Yeah. We got to take it that he might have just asked his class. What do you guys think I, of this theory? I kind of <laughs> like that. Now, is anyone can do, just find a couple people that can validate this and look at, we'll be published. Yeah. He was cheating on his thesis. Exactly. Let's get published. Let's do this. Okay. The Chicago. Do you guys think, uh, what would you think that there, do you think that people have the theory that there is a difference in men and women's brains? Yes. Okay. Duh. Yeah. Donnie. Well, duh. Duh, okay. Well, according to the Chicago Medical School of Neuroscience, it is nurture rather than nature that is the difference for male and female brain, how we view things. So it's how you're raised. Yes. People say men are for Mars and women are for Venus, but the brain is a unisex organ. Is it really? We have the exact same structure there is absolutely zero no Mm. difference Mm -hmm. in the male and female brain and if you think about it that completely makes sense we're just humans how could there be two separate kinds of brains well i know well god did had a funny way of doing things i guess no i would i would always think that because there is neuroscientists have never yet found a single circuit which is wired differently in either male or female brains and this is from this book called Pink Brain, Blue Brain. And the, any differences between the sexes are 100% due to the environment, na- er, nurture, if you will. They kept looking for a biological difference. And they kept, they'd find one and then it would get discredited. There's absolutely zero. So this is debunking these studies and theories that female brains are in some way different mm-hmm. to their male counterparts is crucial to disrupting Julia, the current power structure in this country. So I am so glad that this has come out. Wait, we've had it up to here. You're on notice. Had it up to here, and now we know. Boom, bam. (laughs) You're on notice. Nada. It's a unisex organ. All yes, the brain is a unisex organ, and I, for one, am glad to be able to share this. I feel a whole lot better. I, do you? I do. Do you really? I do. Because you've got a lot off your chest today. I feel very Julia Sugarbaker. Yeah, really? Mm-hmm. Very nice. And my last uh, okay. theory, which is always that, you know, when this, there's been studies that people who are either married or in a long-term mm-hmm. relationship, they are less likely to break bones, bones in their old age, Julia. Because they don't have to do so much. They have <laughs> someone else doing half the work. But people who are in a... Thing, they're not yeah. alone, yeah. are better at looking after themselves than the person who lives alone. You know, okay, so I get that. You get that? Because when you're alone, no one's looking. Yes. And when no one's looking, 
Hmm. Hmm. Who knew I didn't go to the gym today? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, look at me. Oh, I'm eating ice cream. Peek-a-boo. Yeah. Naked, because no, I'm going to go in the shower oh, yeah. and do some roundy rounds next. Oh, I mean, oh, that don't is, slip and fall. That, of course, is always it, Lori. Who does them in the shower standing up? My gosh. Well, maybe you've got the nozzle. Oh, for crying out loud. Oh, yeah, and you just want to stand in your shower till your nozzle works. But, I'm just saying you could slip and fall over the excitement, not, you know, where your partner would say, how do you take it to a masturbation moment? Oh, yeah. It's the fact of life. That's... (laughs) And now that's a study. That's That's a a study. That's a fact. If you live alone... And do roundy rounds or you're standing in your shower, you're more likely to fall. That's right. And who's going to catch you? Why don't we publish that from the from the studios of my talk, from the college of my talk? Yeah, there you go. Oh, All right. Listen, look at the time. We've got to go. Look at the time. Listen, we have a favorite headline today, and it comes with unbelievable audio. Um, maybe you saw this story from a couple days ago, but thanks to Jimmy Kimmel last night, he played uh, the whole video. Donnie's got the audio for it, and it, it just is our favorite headline of the day. It, Somebody. Let me see the light within the dark tree shadowing what's happening. Look through the glass, find the wrong within the past, knowing we are the you. Hey, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us on this very, very dreary day. But I mean, it's just raining cats and dogs, and right now it looks like night. I know. What's going okay. on out there? It's just that heavy, heavy cloud to cover and the low clouds that makes it look like it's uh, Night. much later than it is. Is it pouring is. rain right now, Donnie? It's coming down pretty good, yeah. It is. Oh, great. Yeah. Love it so much. Okay, favorite headline of the day. I can lift a can of beans with my vagina. Okay. <laughs> this, not only... This is from a British morning talk show. If I could, the guy, they were like so interested. Good morning, she, Britain. We've got a yeah. special guest with us today. Here is Suzanne who can lift beans with a vag. Yeah, Kirsty Wright has the UK's strongest vagina and she can swing jars of Marmite. And, and, and she demoed it by having a pair of on her hands and knees in the yoga pants that uh-huh. had been taped and must have had a... A, a, you know, a cutout in a strategic sure. area. And so the camera was like down by her head and she is lifting and swinging. Mm-hmm. Well, many different things. Literally taking the Kegel as a vagina pull-up. Well, here's, why, here's what the mother of three has to say about having the world's strongest badge. Then we started off with Marmite, small Marmite, bigger jar of Marmite, and then you progress to baked beans. Yes. Right? Okay, so let's see how <laughs> Vanessa hand... Oh, oh, that's hurting me just looking at that. Right. It's hurting you. Oh, is that hurting it, you? It First, is that hurting it, you? Yeah, what do you feel when you're doing that? Uh, you're literally just squeezing your muscles. It's very pleasurable, Ooh. and that's our rightful... Mm-hmm. Uh, and do, do you, does this improve your sex life? Oh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Trust you. It builds, trust you to bring it to that. These group. are questions we want to know. Well, and it's like you, Initially, right? I wanted to talk about this, about um, intimate health mm. for women. You know, this is about your vagina, not to necessarily... Please, men. Okay, this is about you and your incontinence or your your intimate muscle training. Intimate muscle training. um, We've got new words. My intimate life has significantly improved because my confidence has improved. And also, I'm able to explore areas that I couldn't let go with. Like vaginal orgasms. I never had... Am I allowed to say that? Sorry. How can you not Um, have that? People don't... Am I allowed to say that on... Excuse me. 
It's my intimate Are you going to be an training. orgasm snob right now no. and pretend that you don't know that everyone, not everyone experiences that sorry, kind of an people. orgasm? You're an orgasm snob, Joey. I'm Julia. an orgasm just, snob. You've outed yourself to the Twin Cities. I think that should be part of your stand-up. So <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm an orgasm snob. <laughs> I only I only can do it if I have an earth-shattering vaginal orgasm. Don't you have those? Doesn't everybody Doesn't have everybody? seven in a row? Come on, people. Let's get with the program. Let's all kegel. I know. Casey came home and I'm laughing. I said, you've got to watch Kimmel. And he just took one look and he just shook his head and walked away and said, park better in the garage next time. Real loving. <laughs> wow. I know it. I well, hit a propane my- tank in my garage yesterday. <laughs> Did you? But when you hit something in our cars, because we have the same car alarms go off i mean i'm like what did i do i'm just pulling into the garage and i just tapped it yeah and i and i go in the house and the guy's there and i said you know i hit something old did it damage your car and i'm like i don't know yeah whatever i'll look at it i'll look later later i I just don't care yeah think about it tomorrow it's perfect time to think about buddy say i gotta do a vag pull up yeah my intimate life yeah I'm just thinking about Ozark and that the character Buddy and what he said about get remember after they got you know the thing happened at their house yes, with the FBI. Yes, yes. He's trying to calm her down and oh. kind of basically like when they lose were in the your car crap together. tomorrow. If yeah. something happens to bad today, just try and get through it and then just say you're going to lose it tomorrow. That's a good. Then maybe that by is. tomorrow you won't feel quite like losing it so hard. Such a great character on that show. Yeah, that's like Buddy. a really good saying though, isn't it? It's like Scarlett um, O'Hara. Yeah. Now, Donnie, should we listen to Avril Lavigne's new song? Oh, yes. I've not heard music from her in forever. Right. She had Lyme's disease. Yes. Uh, the song is called Head Above Water. Donnie also posted for your pleasure, besides the Muppets, a Star is Born trailer. You didn't know you needed. Timothy Chalamet. They're saying that he is going to be in the Oscar race uh, as this drug addict in this book based on a real life memoir called Beautiful Beautiful Boy. Yes, and we have we a, posted the yes, trailer, and we have it. a story about this about the guy who wrote it. Yeah, that I've been saving for months, but I have to find it. Well, we talked about it first. Yep. The boy wrote it, and then the father wrote yeah. It, yeah, his thing. Yeah, he had a heroin. I feel addiction. like he's from Wisconsin. Maybe, maybe, mm-hmm. but anyway, the beautiful boy. That's. It looks good. It looks really good. So take mm-hmm. a look at that on this rainy night, and let's listen to Avril Lavigne's new song. God keep my head above water. Don't let me drown. It gets harder. I'll meet you there at the altar as I fall down to my knees. Don't let me drown, drown, drown. Don't let me, don't let me, don't let me drown. So pull. Kind of different for her. I like mm-hmm. it. Underneath the undertow. She's got a beautiful voice. Beautiful. These women are powerful voices. Oh. Remember how much, Donnie, this was the first year we were on the air. Yeah. 2002. We mm-hmm. played it all the time. If you could find it real quick for us, Donnie, it would make us so happy. What is we it? We played it all the time. Skater Boy. Mm-hmm. Avril Lavigne. We did. Oh. Let's go back because <laughs> yeah. we had a lot of people stop by today at the Diaper Drive who said, I've been listening been since, since day one. Lori, I want to know, this is a headline, America's Got Talent finale, viewers spot awkward moment between Tyra Banks and Vicky Barbalak, the comedian. Oh, it was so awkward. It right. was so weird. It was so weird because Tyra is so much taller. It was seen whatever. Should we hear Skater Boy before we leave? 
I'm just waiting for the ad. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, no, it was it was weird. That's why I said Tyra was awkward saying goodbye, and she did have an awkward one. It was like she was talking into the top of her head. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Here, this song. Yeah. We played this constantly on this station. Thank you, Johnny. This is back when you used to do the bumper music. Yeah. Lori would bring in her CDs I, every I day. Yes. Every day. Those were the days. Those were the days. Have people. a good night, everybody.